Click here and subscribe. Click here and subscribe. I'm done. Make sure you follow, subscribe on the like, SoundCloud, comment, subscribe. Apple and Spotify and Reta. But no, hi guys, back with another one. It's Real Talk, Real Walk. Got myself yeah, Gabs. Myself, Emmanuel Game Changer. And you've got Jules in the house. Amazing. It's the Real Talk, Real Walk family here to discuss another episode. Mm. Today we're going to be speaking about marriage, uh, one of our favorite topics. Obviously. <laughs> we know everybody loves a bit of marriage and whatever. Uh, mm. We're not going to be speaking about weddings, guys. So let's keep it focused on marriage. Okay. Not, not dating, not relationships, solely on marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the question I'm going to throw out there, how has marriage changed you? Kakar, kakar. <laughs> <laughs> so um, obviously we've not been married for that long of a time, uh, depending on what you classify as long. Oh, we're two weeks apart. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, we're two weeks apart. You like, should have just done a giant wedding, boy. <laughs> no, not serious. But yeah, yeah. so how has, how has marriage changed you? Jay, let's start with you, man. Um, You're the lady. Let's start with, with you. Ladies first and all. Well, um, that's an interesting one. I would say... Okay. Just to, just to ginger... Would, oh, would, you yeah, don't... okay. Let me, let me throw this out there. Marriage has taught me that I'm not a superwoman and I don't need to be a superwoman and my mm. husband hasn't married a superwoman. Um, I don't need to compete for the position that I already have in the sense that I'm not I'm not competing against his mum. Mm. So, for example, I feel like sometimes with new brides or new wives, they have this um, notion that, oh, I need to cook like his mum. I need to serve him like his mum. I need to be at a certain level for example, he had, I don't know, a particular level of service from his mother growing mm. up. And now that I'm his wife, I have to fill those shoes. Um, mm. Sister girl, <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. <laughs> you are not his mom. You know, I feel like um, oftentimes we have to remind ourselves that we're not mothers, we're mm. wives. Do yeah. you know what I mean? In the sense that we're not mothers to our husbands, we're mm. wives. I know, I know there are a lot of women that would probably disagree with that. In a sense, they believe that men are babies and men need to be nurtured. Like mm. word to John Gray that it, said that his wife is, <laughs> yes, his huh? wife is a jacket or something like that. His wow. wife is a what? He's a jacket. And she had to, he had to fit into her or something like that. Wow. What? Well, what does he mean a by stupid that? Stupid thing. Was it on Breakfast Club? What? Wow. Yeah. What does he mean by that? He was like, yeah, my, he was like. You know, my wife birthed me. Shengen. Amen. Amen. Oh, no. oh yeah, man, I've been trying. Continue. No, no, I don't know about that. Sorry, sorry for that, guys. No, no, it's it just fine. reminded, it just triggered me. No, but. it's fine. Um, so yeah, I feel like um that is a that was a very um good reminder, eye opener for me. Mm. Um how it's changed me, I would say has depended on the the season that we found or we find ourselves in. Um, so for example I believe as women and as wives we are gifted um, to be able to cultivate nurture and grow a home Uh. we're homemakers for the most part Um, and what I mean by that is the fact that in a season whereby we may not have surplus I always find that a woman is able to stretch that which mm. we have in mm. order to accommodate for the season that we're in. Mm. Um, I'm not saying that men can't do that, but I do feel that women have a particular grace 
to be able to do that. Like a wife can think of seven dishes out of rice alone. Yeah, for real. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm. Um, so I feel like um, it's changed me um, one for the better at certain points, but then I would say also it's challenged me mm. in the worst parts of myself, like within the worst parts of myself mm. um, as well. I don't know how it is for you guys, but yeah, like I feel like marriage pulls and tugs at you mm. at different seasons and requires different levels of service mm. um, at different seasons. Um, it requires um, sometimes for you not necessarily to be the receiver, but the giver. What I mean by that is as women... We're, we're kind of raised to receive a lot from our husbands. Mm. Your husband's going to provide, so receive that. Do you get mm. what I mean? Um, your husband's going to take care of you, so receive the taking care of... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, receive yeah. that um, nurturing from your husband because he's going to take care of you. Like, when you go out um, as a woman, as a wife, they say, oh, I can see your husband is taking good care of you. Mm. That's the line. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's the fact that my husband is down and out maybe spiritually at the moment and I'm the one that's carrying the home mm. via like with through prayer mm. for maybe a period of two weeks whilst he's really low. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So I feel like sometimes you are pulled and stretched like gum mm. in marriage mm. to fit the mold for that particular season. Mm. I would say that's that's what that's how I feel marriage has changed me. Mm. I can I can be morphed into different things at different times. Mm-hmm. And I think even just adding the fact that, you know, with every year, you age like fine wine in marriage. Mm-hmm. If you're both working at it mm-hmm. properly, mm-hmm. it becomes sweeter. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but it definitely becomes sweeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, man? How's, how's like marriage like changed you or influenced you? <laughs> when you do stuff, sometimes you can end up having children. So that's one of <laughs> Faster! <laughs> That's one of the ways it's changed. Yeah, <laughs> changed me. Um, nah, man. Um, nah, like, um, I went out last week um, with, um, with Toby for our third year anniversary and I was just, like, I was saying, I just said, like, something I've never said before. Like, I was like, I'm really happy. Oh, I was like, I'm really, God. I'm genuinely happy. Oh, that made me cry. That's like, sweet. I just, oh, I was like, God. I'm genuinely happy. Like, I guess I don't know if married couples say that to each other but I was like I'm genuinely happy I'm mm-hmm. like I'm not like I've seen a lot of couples and stuff and they're, they're doing, some are doing well some are doing great some are fantastic some are doing terrible mm. I'm like well I've got a smile on my face when I come home every day I'm happy to see my wife yeah, I'm happy to see to my daughter yeah, yeah. so I'm very happy but mm-hmm. this is as Julia said it's something you have to work hard for mm. Like, we have been through a lot Mm. in the past three years. Mm. And, but at the end of the day, one thing about the both of us is that we're fighters. We keep on going. Mm. So we've had to fight through the toughest of times. Yeah, yeah. And we keep on going. And even when we don't have much, we still try and have a good time. And when we have, we we have a good time as well. And Sorry, I was even going to throw in there. I feel, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like 
in the last three years of marriage, at every particular stage and season, yeah. God has brought the right people right. to cushion you right. mm. Absolutely. in that yeah, time. Yeah, 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 so, definitely. because Absolutely. I feel like when certain Absolutely. people are put under the pressure, mm. it's either that thing is going to squeeze them and mm. they're going to pop, yeah. or they're going to be squeezed and they're literally going to hold on to each other and they're going to yeah. ride it through. Yeah. I feel like we've had the opportunity to be so blessed. Like, mm. myself and Iman's wife, we ask Iman we can be on FaceTime for hours Iman has gone to work and come back and we are still talking and he's like what are you not talking about oh, don't worry we've cleaned the house we've cooked like, it's, do you know what I mean like yeah. I feel like in this in, in the moment God always provides the right type of people for that particular season yeah. sister A and brother B whom you guys are close to might be good whilst you guys are going through this pressing season yeah. and brother C and sister D might be really good for when you guys are in this season of rejoicing do you mm, understand what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to say yeah. so I feel like at different times God has definitely placed the right people word around word. for that season yeah, honestly definitely, definitely, I really do believe definitely, that definitely and I think that's also helped as well me yeah. change because some quite a few of those people like that Julia's been mentioning are older couples mm. and literally like couples who are happily married mm. and challenge my perspective of what marriage should be and what love looks like and what, you know, raising a healthy family looks like. And mm. obviously for someone like me who's in ministry, like what it looks like to be a pastor and still have fun. Mm. Like, I like there's there's a couple, um, the Ramseys, if you if you guys are listening, you guys are amazing. Like, like just go to the cinema, mm. like do date night, and like they will come. They will come from Luton mm. to my sides because of Tahila. They're mm. like, yeah, we know you've got Tahila and bloody blah, blah, but we'll come to your side and we'll go out. Mm. And they're they're spending their date night with us, mm. and that mm. challenges me because I'm like, wait, but I'm seeing younger couples come through. Can I do something like that? Yeah. yeah. Can we like take some under our wings and just like do life together? Life. Do you understand? And I yeah. think for me, like, it's just made me realize like how valuable marriage is and mm. how serious you have to be about it. Not necessarily serious about, yes, there's a level of sobriety, but also serious as in this is a lifetime commitment and this is a lifetime lifetime's worth of investment yeah, so yeah. I need to see my return on investment mm. just like a parent with their child like I've invested time effort energy breast milk and everything else <laughs> into you I need to see the see results yeah. so yeah. same with marriage like we invest time efforts effort patience love all these things like we've invested in so at the end we have to see something yeah. that's what the reason why we're putting it in so mm. marriage has definitely changed me like it's changed my perspective on things it's changed my perspective on love it's changed my perspective on family it's changed my perspective on like the, the things that really matter mm. like I feel like maybe when I was single some of the things that I I deemed as as really valuable were only valuable because I was single mm -hmm. but then when you think about marriage and you have to be selfless then I have to think about okay what does my wife love the most and mm -hmm. paying attention to things like okay when she, when her eyebrows are not done she feels a certain way or when her hair's not whatever she's feeling a certain way or me just take it like babe oh you haven't done your hair in a bit of time any reason why like little mm. things like that Where whereas before it could have just been like for me 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 I like my training so mm. <sighs> me it's crepes this week yeah. whereas now it's <sighs> What's, what's baby girl saying? Is she good? Yeah. Does she want to do her nails? Mm. Fine. So my priorities now change to make, you know, my other half 
you know, happy. happy yeah, yeah. You know, so, but yeah, marriage you know, I think is one of, I think for me, like, one of the biggest challenges for me is probably, like, the transition from going from, let's just call it single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From going from being single to yeah, married. Yeah. Um, and I think, obviously, I'm the... Uh, living with someone or... Yeah, 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 like, I'm the youngest in the family, so I'm the baby of the house. Yeah. And I've gone from that to now being, like, the man of my own home. And yeah. I didn't go away for uni, so I've never, like, lived okay, away from my okay, mum's okay, house. Oh, okay, yeah. And I think that's probably been, like, the biggest challenge for me is I've come from being in my mum's house where if there's any problem, anything goes wrong, I can say, look, mum, like, you need to fix the sink. Yeah. Or talk to my older brother, my older sisters. Yeah. And be like, look, something's happened with the boiler. Yeah. We need to sort it out. Yeah. And no, now, homo, no. <laughs> listen, listen. Hello, guys. <laughs> guys at home? Wait, listen. Yeah. I, I think that, for me, is probably one of the biggest struggles I've had to adapt to really, really right, fast. Right, right. When it's my good. ceiling's leaking, yeah. I can't, there's no one I can call. I've got to sort it out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if I live by myself, it probably won't be as bad. But because I know that somebody's dependent on me to an extent, yeah. um, I now need to make sure everything's patterned. I now need to make sure that everything's sorted out. Okay. And I think that in itself, for me, is probably challenging. I've never had to sort out bills before. Right. I've never had to worry about um, cancel tax when it's coming in. I've never had to worry about EDF right. or, or all these other gas companies and understanding oh. the big six. And now I'm in a place where I need to know about all these gas companies. I need to know about prices. Mm. I need to know where my local builder is. And now I'm spending heck loads of money because I need to fix certain things that whereas before, I probably wasn't in a position where I had to do that. Mm. And I think, so they just uh, you don't have to answer, but did that did that uh, put tension yeah, on the relationship I was say, did that on your marriage? You? Do you know what? Being honest, here, it didn't, and the reason why it didn't is because I couldn't afford to to show any sign of weakness because of the person that I am because of the person that I am I have to have things in control don't get me wrong we're getting somewhere yeah, now. I think we, this needs to be an extended yeah. episode you know, like. <laughs> we're getting somewhere you know what, I, be- I believe in like testimonies don't get me wrong I love a testimony I love when people come out and say this is what we went through this is what we struggled with but here we are now but me myself I don't want to be that guy that my wife is now going around saying, oh yeah, my husband was this and this is where we were, but now we are, now we're here, now we're this amazing couple, but once upon a time, we didn't know how to X, Y, and Z. Like, I would rather not be in that situation because I may not know how to handle such situations. But, but so, you don't dictate what situations you go through. No, I don't dictate what I go through. Apart from the but actions can, that you make. But not, this is oh. it. I can control my actions. So, I always try to ensure that everything is well covered and patterned so that I'm not in a place where we're falling short to the extent where we're now creating a testimony somewhere down the line. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy. Can I say something? Yeah, I, don't want to be, I want to say this, yeah. Mm. If there is any place that you should be able to feel your lowest and your most vulnerable to yeah. have a testimony, mm. it should be in your marriage. Oh, I agree with your that. Your wife 100%. is not capable. Absolutely. If your sink is slicking mm. and you did not have something to fix it for that minute, your wife ain't going to judge you. That's oh, a yeah, fact. No, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. If I told well, anything... Because we know your, we know your wife and yeah. your wife is sensible. But, yeah, there's, yeah, a, but there's some other wives that I'm... Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> fine. Fair enough. Okay, let me, let me, let's not even make it 
directed towards you, Gabriel. Mm. Let me let me just say it like this. If you are a man out there mm. and you do not feel that in your home you can be in a state of brokenness yeah, whereby your wife will cover you just as mm. much as you cover her as the head of the home, there's a problem. Mm. There's yeah. pride living in your home. Mm. And that for me is a problem. That's an issue because you can only you can only carry that for, that that um like for for for, mm-hmm. for for a certain amount of time you yeah. cannot carry that through the entirety of your marriage mm, yeah. why do i say that because life will present you situations there are men that leave the house women that leave the house today get to the office and they've packed their bags already mm-hmm. and say thank you very much but we no longer need you here's your pink slip mm-hmm. and that's it word, or your word. p45 and yeah. that's it you can no longer be put you can no longer put yourself in a position where you feel like i have to make sure that that thing is I have to make sure that this thing like, is covered. Because that's I, unnecessary pressure. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you. But in some situations, like, like if we're to be real, it's not easy, man. And hey. I'm not saying I agree with men that might be prideful or with women that might be prideful that, or might not let their guard down. But I think it's definitely easier said than done, like, when you actually come to a situation. Um, especially for me, like obviously being in the youngest in the house and not having not having to do that, anything. I think I think that is why you're going through that because oh, yeah, you didn't have the yeah, experience of, of living alone. Like you know, when you was at uni, and even though it wasn't it wasn't a big deal, you was on student but accommodation. Learn, though, but the certain skills that mm. you learn yeah, as you're going along, money management. Mm. Okay, do you know what? If I buy these trainers, I'm not gonna have enough money yeah. to cover the rent mm. for the flat. Like, mm. but. Uh, do you know what I mean? You might make the mistake once. Same, sister. Oh, no, I actually need this weave for the party that's coming up, blah, blah, blah. Or I know these are irrelevant, but we do make stupid mm. mistakes like this yeah, when, we're, yeah, yeah. when we're at uni and when we're much younger, you know. But And you don't think of the long-term benefits. Like sometimes I hear my brothers get their student loan. In a week, my dad is sending them money. I'm sorry, what happened to the thousands that landed yeah, in you? Where? Where's mm. it gone? What did you pay? What did you buy? Mm, do you mm. know what I mean? And for me, I feel like maybe because there was... Um, there wasn't that opportunity for you to experience that. That's mm. why you're feeling this kind of pressure you know, now yeah. in marriage. I think it's a pressure that I'll probably put on myself. On yourself, yeah. 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 I was going to say, I was going to say, myself. probably because I've never had somebody to tell me, uh, yeah. this is what you do, X, Y, Z, yeah. this is how you pattern. I'm figuring a lot of it Out, by myself. Do you know yeah. what I mean? As I'm yeah. going, I don't want to say I'm winging it, mm. but I'm figuring For the a, most part, a lot we, of even it. We, we, we are winging. We're, we're winging We're all winging it. it. <laughs> we're all, because Nobody marriage, yeah, yeah. this journey of marriage, we have to find our feet. Yeah. But also to, 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 to kind of go off what you were saying before, like a vulnerable moment. Before I got married, I prayed a prayer to God and I said, God, I don't want to be, I don't want to ever be out of work so that I, you know, because I'll never, yeah. be, I won't be able to provide for my wife. Mm. And bro, three months, three game. months, three months after, you know, we got married, I lost my job. Mm. And this is a lesson to everyone. Just be careful what you pray for. I yeah. lost my job. And for me, I've grown up, you know, at home, you know, my my, my dad, full-time ministry and my mom working and them, you know, bending over backwards to make sure everything is covered and, you know, kids, we're, we're all right. And, you know, we've we've got somewhat, you know, of the best the best life that they can give to us. Mm. So for me, I, I said, you know what? Obviously, as a husband, as a man, you want that for your wife. Mm. And bro, that really challenged me. That mm. really that moment really challenged me. I, I definitely, I'd been for a worse time emotionally before, um, like we spoke about in the mental health episode. But I, I felt like I was on the way there mm. because I felt like my manhood was being challenged because I wasn't able to. And at yeah. the time, my wife was working. Mm. So I now, now, you know what? That moment really challenged my manhood. Yeah. 
am I still a man though I'm not though I'm not able working? Though you're not providing, yeah. Am I still a man though I'm not able to provide? Because you're providing mm. in other I'm, ways, but you just financially, mm. yeah. So yeah. I made my manhood, I, I, I realised up to that point that a lot of my manhood was attached to the, the ability to yes. provide, provide financially. financially. Yes. And yes. then That's really real. in that moment of yes. time, yes. like I had to have, I had them moments with God and God really, and God really checked me. He was like, wow, so you thought you were a man because of X, Y, and Z. And literally in those, while I was out of work, I ended ended up being out of work for six months but in those six months I really readdressed what manhood was for me mm. and then post and um, post that I realised wow like this is what manhood looks like outside of just being able to pay the bills Where else, because I feel like a lot of men it's just like look especially I, I can't say this specifically because my dad never did this but for, for many of our dads or our uncles who did the whole ah well I've worked as long as mum has money to go to Asda mm. and buy food, I've done my job. Yeah. That is my that is my expression of love mm. because I've gone to work, I've, I've worked my butt off, I've provided, that's my that's love it. to you. Yeah, they won't yeah. say I love you to my wife, they won't say I love you to my kids, they won't have, you know, they won't have sit-down time with the family apart from family devotion, but they would do that. But mm. it doesn't mean that they didn't love, mm. but their expression of love was very limited. Mm. So, like, and a lot of us as men, we saw, like, we saw that and that's what we've now translated into marriage. Mm. But now we're seeing a lot of younger marriages break down because of men behaving like that mm. or men behaving pridefully like, ah, mm. well, you know, it's about money. It's like, it's money, money, money. And if mm. money's not there as a man, what else can I do? Mm. And you have, like, you have to come, especially in marriage, like you have to really check these ego points or these pride points mm, where it's yeah. like, okay, cool. As a man, like, as a man, what do I holistically bring to the table mm. for my wife? What kind yeah. of what like as a man, what's the whole service I can bring to my wife? Yeah. Me, I know I'm a comedian, so I can make my wife laugh. I me, I do music as well, I can do that. Me, I will wash the plate. Mm. Me, Toby doesn't like uh, Toby doesn't like cleaning Tahila's poo. Mm. Me, I'm I'm the poo daddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind cleaning yeah, the poo. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't mind. I don't mind changing Tahila's so, you know, covers. Just on that, but, yeah, I think it's important we probably like touch on like the whole um, myths regarding like roles of responsibilities yeah, where how yeah. society I don't even know if it's society I don't know who it is but yeah. society will tell us women's it's a woman's role to do X, Y, and Z right, it's a man's right. role to do X, Y, and Z yeah. and I think there's definitely like this misconception that they say women should be cleaning um, yeah. and cooking yeah. men should obviously be providing financially mm. men should be the, the the plumber men should be the the, the, the builder the yeah yeah take out the trash all of these sort yeah. of things yeah. so I think it's definitely something that we probably should touch upon in terms mm-hmm. of like obviously all three of us are married so we can really speak on like whether these roles of responsibilities are real yeah. whether society is right in yeah. what they're saying or whether it isn't mm-hmm. do you know what I mean I think they're real but very much interchangeable in the yeah. sense that <laughs> roles will oftentimes cross based on the season that you're in for example mm. Eman gave an example just now where he was out of work and his wife was working. Mm. So at that time, for that period of six months, she was the breadwinner for the mm. family. Mm. I've seen situations where that has been the case for some husbands and wives and they still go out, they still have date night and guess what? Before they get out of the car, the woman will put her card in his wallet. Mm. So at the table, the waiter is none oh, wow. the wiser that the wife is the one paying the, for oh, the bill. Wow, Why? Because wow. the guy opened his wallet and brought amazing. the card out. So I feel like there are That's certain good, things you can do in your home, mm. in your marriage. Mm. Number one, not going to lie, I'm, I know we talk about this in a bad sense. Oftentimes we talk about men having ego and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But as a wife, 
not sisters. Sometimes it is your duty to rub your husband's ego a little bit, you know, because mm-hmm. in that moment that he was down and out for six months, mm-hmm. it was her responsibility to still let him know that you're still the head, you're still yeah, the king of this house. Yeah, I'm words. not disrespecting you or feeling away just mm-hmm. because you're you're out of pocket in this mm-hmm. season. And guess what? What's mine is yours. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? You need money. Tell me how much you need. need yeah. I'm going to send it to you or take it yourself. Babe, can I have your card? Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like people need to get to that point where I know this is a different topic because I know that people see money differently in marriage. Yeah. That is a completely different topic yeah, entirely. Mm. But we also need to get to a point where you realise that you're not leaving your mother and father to do Miss Independent in your marriage. Absolutely. You're cleaving clap, clap. Yeah. to yeah. one another. Yeah. I, think even with, I think even with a financial thing, I think... Um, I think it's definitely something we can obviously touch upon. Obviously, we already have. But I think it's obviously important like for husband and wife to work out their finances together. So things like joint accounts, solo accounts. I mean, I'm not necessarily sure how you two manage your finances or, or whether you believe in joint accounts and stuff like that. But mm. for me personally, I think it's definitely important to obviously have a solo account and also have the joint account. At least that way, both parties can obviously know how you are, how the married couple is regarding the finances and where you both are financially. So, mm. like, knowing each other's incomes and that sort of stuff. At least that way, both of you have a, a clean eye on on how the finances is. So, with EMA situation, it's, it's, it'll be very easy and simple for another couple in your position to understand where we are financially so it's not like one individual is looking at the other individual, whereas you're both in this together because you both know what your earnings are. Do you know what I mean? Um, I hear that, but mm. I feel like that that is... I feel like that is definitely an individual basis. And it's, mm-hmm. and the reason why I say that is because money issues are, mm. are very much so attached to issues of the heart. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. It's not that straightforward. What as, do you mean? In the sense that there are people that are married, they don't believe in joint accounts. Oh, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I put that disclaimer out there. I'm there are people that are married that believe, this is my money, mm. yeah. this is your money. Do you got, yeah. They, yeah, obviously like, we can't, we can't. As much as they, like, I'm not talking about non-unbelievers here, mm. I'm talking about Christians. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, like just, just for the mere fact of the way they've been brought up. So, for example, a young sister, I don't know, maybe left home since she was... 12, 13, mm. Mm. has worked ever since she was 15, 16, done mm. news rounds, blah, 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 got a good job, got a good career, got her own money coming in, secured her own things, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Now gets married, saved, blah, 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 submits to her husband. But she still sees money as her money. You don't yeah. touch that. And don't talk fair, to me about fair, my money. You know, fair play to her, and that's how, And that's I guess, why I said, it's some, for some people, it's an issue of the heart. It's hard. I guess it's a personal thing. It's now. This is probably something yeah. that probably works for me. And my household, obviously, every other that's exactly why I say I'm not sure how you two may do it because no. everyone will do things differently. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, with no, with that point, I mean, like, I wouldn't like if a couple said that they don't know how much each other earns and straight. this is my money and this is. The, but I, you know, I would that, definitely, was, that was the reality of our parents, you know. For, I think that's mothers, wrong, but our for mothers didn't them, know right? what for our many, fathers were earning. For many, for many, for many, I mean, for us anyway, for in our household, growing up, there had to be that tran- level of transparency. Because obviously, aside from that, like my dad was getting an income from church, and so like the like different documents that had to be signed, like they had to know each other's whatever. But in terms of like, this is my money, this is yours. Like that money is a very big issue in marriage. Yeah. I don't agree with that. This is my money because it's it's not it's our money. The two becomes yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah. So, but you like if you want to work out a financial arrangement, fine. But it's not. 
this is my money, this is your money, you do whatever you want. No, because that's yeah. that. But you, what you have to do as a married couple, you have to find a financial discipline that works for the both of you. Mm. So even if it's not joint account, but it has to be a level of transparency and financial discipline. Because I remember when we went to our, uh, our first year um, wedding anniversary and we went to your church's uh, marriage retreat. retreat. Yeah. And the couple, that's when I realised couples were like, the men were like, I don't need to tell my wife what yeah. I earn. Like, this is my money and I use it for whatever I want. I'm going shopping. Then there was a guy who was like, I'm very annoyed. Like, my wife doesn't tell me how much she earns. I don't know how much she earns. All I know is that she she goes out and spends money on, like, designer stuff. And I pay all the house bills and all the stuff. And she doesn't contribute anything. If I kick your stomach, that breakdown is top and my heart was burning for this guy. I was like, <laughs> I feel bad for you, bro. Yeah. Because that's your wife. And she's, upon you not knowing, on top of the fact that you don't know what she's earning, like she's spending her money and not contributing anything mm. to the house and getting you to pay everything. She's taking you for a month. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, but anyway, anyway there, there has to be, be a level of transparency, be, openness and honesty. But Julia hit some, a nail on the head. What made, what one of the ways that God also dealt with me in that time when I was out of work was I used to feel a certain way and then Toby would come to me and like, why do, why do you think that? Or like, I was like, because I'm not providing. She was like, did I tell you it was an issue? Mm. She was like, have I changed the way I behave towards you? Mm. And she was saying like other things as well. And it made me think, wait, hold up. I'm putting this pressure on myself. I, I started putting on weight. Mm. And she was like, babe, like, why have you stopped going to the gym? Why have you stopped playing football? And I was like, because I don't, have the money to do so she was like so why didn't you ask me mm. and then I realised I had the pride issue to not be able to go to my wife and ask her for mm, mm. do you understand and I was like why and it, she, she would challenge me like why like why are you making something that's not an issue an issue Yeah. then I realised okay it was more on my side that mm. you know what that, yeah I need to I need to challenge these idols that I've I've set up for myself mm. and what it is to actually truly be a man so moving forward now to marriage, I'm not in t- I'm not intimidated if my wife works because that doesn't make me any less of less the head of, of my home. Yeah, it doesn't make me any less of her husband. And I don't think and- men should be intimidated if their women earn more either because that also shakes different tables in the sense that the man may feel that he needs to exert more, I don't know, power yeah. in the house because okay financially maybe she's bringing more to the table yeah I mean I feel like that also is another t- topic but one thing I was going kind of going back to the original question one thing I was going to say is that I feel like marriage has shown me how selfish I can be mm. and how I think of myself first mm. before the other in the sense that oftentimes you feel like oh yeah okay I put my husband first oh yeah I put my wife first but yeah. actually you've already thought how it's affecting you mm-hmm. you've already thought what the consequences are on your part you're already thinking about your feelings mm-hmm. and how you're responding to whatever has happened yeah. before you now present your case you know oh, I just want to say that um, you know um, I feel this way I feel that way but like you've already assessed your own mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. that's selfish mm-hmm. you haven't necessarily thought the uh, thought about the other person mm-hmm. first yeah. before yourself yep. and sometimes it's not easy to recognise it in the moment mm. but later on you're just like oh okay maybe that wasn't actually the right way to go about mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. maybe that actually wasn't the right time to speak on it yeah. okay maybe that comment I made there was actually very rude actually mm. you know um 
And I found that, you know, marriage has also made me realize that there were certain things I thought I had dealt with in my past that were now actually underlying issues. Mm. And when the right buttons were pushed, Certain mm. things would surface, resurface mm. again. Mm. So they weren't actually dealt with. Maybe they had just been covered up. Mm. Um, and I feel like marriage um, is kind of like an onion. There mm. are different layers to it. You peel back a new layer every time something different happens. Marriage is the when, revealer of secrets. Listen, when you get a new job, something happens. Your route changes on yeah. your way to work. Marriage is affected differently. Why? Because maybe you used to get home at six mm. and you had the time to cook and make sure dinner was ready for seven when your other half walks mm. in. Oh no, the route is different now. Yeah, so now you true. get home at 8 30. You don't have time to cook. You never walk to the station she together no more. Yeah. <laughs> so there's so many different things, as small and as trivial as they are, can really pull different things out of you in marriage. Yeah, absolutely. 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 What do you think of like the, the misconceptions that are not true? Like, like, like obviously, you know, like before we got married, people probably told we probably heard marriage is this, marriage is that, like marriage is sweet, marriage is Do amazing, you, know you can have sex seven times a week. Like there's <laughs> there's obviously some things. I like, heard so one thing that we heard um in the in the lead up to um getting married was that oh yeah, the first year is usually the most difficult. I don't know, did you hear that, Iman? I heard yeah, I heard that. I, 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 heard that. that. I didn't hear years. that from my leaders or I didn't hear that yeah. from my parents. Okay. I heard this from other married couples couples. and I heard also that you know the first three to five years are the most like if you can if you can stick through the first three to five years then you're you're onto something because the first three to not necessarily smooth sailing but you're you're onto something because the first three to five years are the most challenges apparently so so that was yeah people might have not used that to try and scare us maybe but it wasn't the wisest thing to say like when yeah. we went when we went to counseling, I can't lie, we were baptized properly in, into the realities of, of, of marriage. marriage. Mm. And that's why like this is this is my heart's cry for anyone that's getting married. It doesn't matter however Go old you are. Marriage get marriage counseling, count, guys. get premarital counseling, yeah. please. And get it from people who are not going to be biased to you. Get Holy it from Trinity people Brompton who are non has really they've good. They've got reviews, a sick one, yeah. Mm. Yeah, HTP have have good like, yeah, um, I on Susan. Well, have been banging on about this and they've been recommending this to other people as well but their one is proper serious and they even do like post after you get married yeah. they do like you do a session come in and review I think maybe after you're like your first year or whatever but get pre-marital it's counseling because and from people who are well seasoned because they will give you the realities of it do you get what I'm saying marriage. they won't give you the Bella Niger stuff they're going to give <laughs> yeah. you the realities the good the bad and the ugly yeah. that's what you need the balance because a lot of people a lot of people sometimes it's only the bad only Sometimes it's only the, they will say the good, but you need the good, the bad, and the ugly to give you perspective. Yeah. Having having sex six, seven times a week, man. Them, if that's why you're getting married, God bless you. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm you. letting you know Debunked. in advance. All the best. <laughs> Have all the fun you like, because mm. there's a time that's coming mm. where it's not that six, seven times a week is gonna be a myth. And let's be honest. Even by the time you're married, yeah, you'll be surprised. You may not, your drag may not be be that high. Yeah. You might be roasting like a chicken right now. <laughs> but trust me, when you get married, your your drive, your sex drive may not be that high. Yeah. So all this high, ah, we're gonna have as much sex as we like. You know, like guys, calm down. Like it's not, it's mm. it, like it's, when you get into it and you realize. Ah, like sometimes, especially if both of you are going to work, yeah. and you often leave find that early, come back late. Sometimes ah. you're not, you're not in, you're not in sync. So, yeah, for example, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, word. your your husband's under so much pressure at work. You've just started a new job. Yeah, 
Husband's under pressure. He wants to release by having sex. Yeah. You're nervous. You just mm. started a new job. You're just thinking, your work mode, go, yeah, go, yeah, go. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. even thinking about yeah, that right me, now. Yeah. So, sex is not even uh, yeah, on the list. Yeah, like for the most part, you don't, you, you're, you're not even always like Words. at the same point. Yeah. Um, mm. So that is going to be a very big surprise for a lot of you if that is what you're thinking. Sex anytime, any any day, blah, blah, blah. No, guys. Like mm. life is presenting many different things. For example, Gabriel, Gabriel gave a good example of, okay, yeah, things have gone wrong in the house. Sometimes that can make a man switch off yeah. because he's thinking, I need to and I, I need to find a solution. I need to fix this. Absolutely. And before that thing is fixed, nothing can happen. Yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, there are different things that you, you'll find that alters how you feel at mm-hmm. particular points mm-hmm. in marriage. Yeah, no, cool. Do you know, yeah. with the sex thing, I remember Ian and I put in our WhatsApp group <laughs> where um, one pastor was preaching and he said, when you first get married, so in your honeymoon, you should be having sex seven times a week. And that's where I got that from, that there is this obviously I- ideology <laughs> that when you're in your honeymoon what? stage... <laughs> what is it? But yeah, so there was this like, this pastor was preaching about like when you're in your honeymoon, you should be having sex seven times a week. And then after your honeymoon, it should reduce to six times a week. And then he had like some sort of structure in place for how many times you should have sex. So like when you have a baby, you should only be having sex a certain amount of times a week. And, and, then, then what, yeah, don't get, don't get up and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Someone preached this on the pulpit. He had like a slide. He had a slide. Wow. Do you know what I mean? So it was like okay. when you're married between three to six months, you should be having sex six Maybe times a week. Maybe it was a seminar. Maybe it was yeah, a I think it might have been a seminar. By the way it looks, it was a seminar. Yeah. It had like Three to six months, you should be having sex six times a week. Six months to a year, you should be having sex X amount of times a week. So, like, these are obviously some of the ideologies that are obviously thrown out there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't don't think it's practical. Like, for example, like, what about, like, people that work away from home? Yeah. What about people who are, like, doctors? Mm. So, I've got, for example, I've got friends who are doctors who work ridiculous shifts. Mm. So, yeah. their sync time, it doesn't really make sense. Mm. So, it's literally like, as and when. Like, are you free? I'm free. Yeah, let's, yeah. Do, it, let's do it now. Sort of thing. It's not, uh, you know, like, it's, and it may only be once. And they might be in their first year of marriage. And mm. it's not. So, I don't think it's one, uh, I don't think it's one way works for all. Yeah, I think no, we just have to be sensible in what we prescribe. Like saying six, seven times a week. Right? Yeah, Just of course, like, of course. And also because you have to think of the pressure that you put on the couple. Mm. So if you're saying, yeah, like three times a year we go on holiday, mm. you are putting pressure on people to live up to a standard that may not be mm. their way of living. If you can do three holidays a year, fantastic. Go wherever you like. Mm. But then be wise about how you, what you're recommending. Yeah, go on as many holidays as possible. Mm. Like, then you're thinking, wait, but my money doesn't really stretch that long mm. at the moment. Our money doesn't really stretch that mm. long. Like, we're just about being able to, to pay rent, so... For real, yeah, for real. Look, we could go on here forever, oh, man. Lord. I think we need to do another episode. Jay, <laughs> we need to do another episode, but... You know, Jay, what are you saying? You've got something for us. Yeah, so guys, we've come to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for um, the responses and whatnot and feedback. But um, we're going to close a little bit differently because I have a little bit of an announcement to make. Are you praying? Eh? Is this a prayer? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, so one thing I never imagined, um, basically, this time last year was speaking on a podcast and sharing on a public platform. Um, I've been graced with um, the opportunity to share with friends and families like at big events, small events, house parties and blah, blah, blah. Um, And everyone knows how opinionated I can be. Um, However, they also know how much I love impact. I mean, I love talking about... um, I love um, 
meaningful conversations. I love talking about um, spiritual growth and development and that kind of thing. But most importantly, I am a firm believer that, you know, whatever I put my mind to and whatever I set my hands to do, um, that one of these things or more of like all of those things that I've just mentioned basically show up in whatever it is that I'm doing. Um, just so that I don't miss the point to serve others um, and um, basically me just putting my best foot forward and making sure that whatever I, de- I decide to do, I'm doing it wholeheartedly and with intent, basically. Mm. Um, but yeah, I say all of this to say that I've um, enjoyed like spending time on a podcast, sharing and laughing with um, you guys um, and oh. learning. However, I've made the decision to move on um, so I won't be joining you guys um, when you come back for the next episode. Um, basically, life has kind of pulled me um, at the moment and I have commitments um, that I never thought or fathomed that I would be in a position to be handling at this present time. Um, but um, as many of us, we do wear many hats and hold different roles and titles on a day-to-day basis. Um, I've just decided to um, take some upon myself and approach the table, basically. But what that means is um, because my level of attention is required at different levels, Mm. I kind of have to drop certain things Mm. um, and put certain things to rest um, for the season or for, you know, a particular while. Mm. Um, So, yeah, that just means that, you know, growth and development in some areas for me... um, just mean that I can't I can't necessarily juggle as many hats as I once thought mm, I could um, mm. and and you know I can't make room for everything that I once had on my plate so mm. um, whilst this wasn't a hasty decision it's one that I've made with full confidence that um, the conversation will still go on I know you are going to find a great co-host who's going to work with you guys and keep mm. the conversation going mm. um, and yeah I just hope that at the end of it all um whatever we do do, that we all hear from our father, you know, my good and faithful servant, well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is just me gracefully bowing out and just saying thank you so much for the opportunity because it's been a really good run. It's I've enjoyed amazing. it. It's been funny. It's mm. been hilarious to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely um, eye-opening and life-changing. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Um, Hopefully you guys will hear from me soon. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. Love you. I love you guys. And thanks for like thanks to the people that actually come up to me like in public and say hello and you know commend us on the show. Are you famous now? No, do you know what? Yeah, I never know how to respond and act. I'm always really shy when people come up to Mm. me like in weddings and stuff like that. But guys, yeah, thank you so much for the love. Um, And please continue to support the lads. Um, We'll get the HR team to um, (laughs) send you a letter, (laughs) and we won't dock your last month's wages. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. We will give it to you respectfully. Thank you All so the best much. for the future. Thank you. And um, yeah, take care. Roto Real Wolf family. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.